Hi guys, we are so excited to launch our new publishing department, Strange Ink Press, and we have a new book called Poetic Justice, an anthology of poems by Muslims. For more information on how you can get your copy, visit the Linktree link in our bio. We really hope you can support this effort and a portion of the proceeds go towards a cause which we voted for as a community and wrote about in the collection of poetry. You are listening to the Lit Muslim Podcast. All things literature, all things enlightening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you today? I'm good, alhamdulillah. And how are you? Alhamdulillah, I'm very good. Thank you. Um, so just for our listeners, I'm going to introduce you. And um, inshallah, we'll get straight into the conversation, which I'm so excited about. Um, and our listeners will see why shortly, inshallah. So um, for our listeners, I'm speaking to Sister Maha. And correct, sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. No, and that's correct. That's correct. Yay, perfect, alhamdulillah. And um, she and her handle on Instagram is Islamic Poems. Um, Sister Maha is based in Canada. And today we're going to be talking about um, really whatever pops up um, to the mind. And um, I definitely feel personally an alignment um, as, as the strangest poets with the work that Sister Maha is doing, um, especially on the social media platform where using poetry to call to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I'm just, um, I just, uh, yeah, alhamdulillah, I'm just happy to be here right now. And I'm really excited to be here with you today as well. Yay, alhamdulillah. Um, so Sister Maha, first things first, what is the story behind Islamic poems? Okay, so um, basically, I've always loved writing. I think it's sort of a family thing. I have two sisters, two brothers, and we all love writing and storytelling since we were little. So maybe genetically, it's it's something to do with that. But personally, um, I've always written poetry because especially like to turn any negative negativity in my life or any pain into something of benefit for other people. And um, it first began with, back in 2010 when I created a um, Islamic kids channel on YouTube with one of my good friends, Mubina, who's now on Mahdina TV. So we created this uh, children's poetry channel. And uh, mashallah, alhamdulillah, over the last 10 years, its total views are o- over 1 million. So th- that poetry did very well, but it was targeted towards children. And I was writing my poetry at home and not really publishing it. But alhamdulillah, I got around to finally publishing it in the animated video post that I do. Alhamdulillah. Beautiful. Mashallah. Um, and just saying that, uh, what really stood out to me was that you use your poetry to really um, kind of turn negativity on its head and really put positivity out there by calling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Definitely. Um, and I've noticed that a lot from your poems recently. Um, there's a lot of themes of hope, gratitude. Um, and and I really, really, I love seeing that. Uh, could you talk a little bit more about what inspires you to write specific, what, what, what draws you to these specific things, hope and gratitude and things um, around this? Specifically because, um, alhamdulillah, I have the opportunity whenever I'm free because, you know, online, there's so many courses available. I have been having the opportunity to uh, study the Quran online and 
I studied it on on an on-campus uh, basis before as well. And the, one of the major themes in the Quran are hope and gratitude. So many times Allah SWT says in the Quran that never despair of his mercy and his, uh, and I feel like the Muslim community mostly focuses on the punishment and then, you know, the what we see as the negative aspects of like scare tactics to get people to practice. But when people, when we actually read the Quran, we see that the underlying themes, strong, strong themes in the Quran are hope and gratitude. And also the Prophet Muhammad wasallam was one of the most optimistic people. No matter when you look through the seerah, no matter what he went through, he was always so optimistic. So just based on these themes, that's why I, I feel like that that's where my writing comes from. Wow, subhanAllah, that's so beautiful. And so what I'm seeing is there's this whole it's not just something that you write about. It's something that you embody. Gra- the the feeling of gratitude, the perspective 100%. of gratitude, um, and that's just so beautiful. May Allah bless us all to be grateful. I mean, and um, Jazakallah for sharing that. So another question I had as well was the children's poetry channel. Would you say that your style of poetry um, for the children's audience um, is different to the style of poetry that you put out on your Instagram? And it and because it, they are two different audiences, and how is it definitely? Um, okay, so basically the rhyme scheme is the same. I like I know poetry doesn't have to rhyme. Most most of the classical poems they don't rhyme, but like I love rhyming, so. The rhyme scheme is definitely the same, but the wording used and the concepts are the same. Hope, gratitude, belief in Allah, but the words used are a lot more simpler. And I've also used a voice editing software to make my voice into a child's voice. Um, The YouTube channel is Pure Islam TV. It only has 15 videos and I stopped posting on it like about five years ago. But um, that was the first time that I started publishing my poetry. So that's why I brought it up. Subhanallah, and it's it feels like that Allah's put so much barakah in your work. Alhamdulillah, it 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 truly does. But I I, ha- I have that strong belief that when something comes from your heart, it it goes and it goes directly into the other person's heart. So whenever I sit down and I write, I I never like make a schedule of what I'm gonna write. Just whatever is in my heart, whatever I just read from the from the Quran or from the Sirah or from the Islamic text that I've been looking at, whatever is from the heart, I just write it down. And I make dua that Allah SWT lets it go to the people who need it most. Amen, Ya Rab. Amen. And um, so I also noticed that on your Instagram, um, mashallah, you have a lot of followers. Um, but I don't see any videos or pictures of your face in specific or your <laughs> name around. And I found that so interesting, especially in the world that we live in today where everyone is just posting about um it's it's basically the person giving the message whereas for me what stood out was the message given by the person you know subhanallah i i'm so i'm actually i'm so happy hearing you say that because that's the exact reason why i have not put my name there or my face there and or anything of myself personally there because this is exactly what i want to hear alhamdulillah you've made my week (laughs) I'm so happy that, you know, it's just a message that needs to get out there. I don't want to complicate it with people thinking about who is this person or like myself, I separate it. Like, I feel like um when I write, it's like putting a piece of your soul in the writing. So if, if I bring in my physical self into there, it's going to take away from the message that the soul is trying to convey. So that's why I don't, I don't put my name or anything anywhere. That's so deep, subhanAllah. That's so deep. And with that, um. 
do you have any advice for people who are using social media? Because you, you, I'm sure you already know that there is so much that comes with that, with the intention. Um, even when the message comes out, people, if they're complimenting the work that you're writing, the thing that they'll say nice things about you, um, the person, they'll say nice things about the work, but even though they don't see you, um, how do you handle and how do you deal with that? Yeah, so what I would say is that when when you create, I mean, obviously, and it even gets very nerve-wracking because you're having your uh, workout in the public and your friends, your family, everyone you know knows that this is your work. So you it gets a little bit nerve-wracking, like, oh, how many likes will I get? How many comments will I get? But uh, my my advice would be just completely forget about that. And, and just whenever you're posting something, have this one thought in your head that even if one person benefits, even if no one likes the post, even if one person reads it and then later on remembers it and benefits from it, your post, you did something um, amazing. It was worthwhile and you were successful in that post. So don't worry about the numbers, the comments, what people are saying. Just just post with the intention of even if one person, because one, one might like in the world of social media nowadays, when we see things in the hundreds of thousands, one might seem like a small number. But when you look at it like through a human perspective, that's one person's life that you affected, right? That's a whole entire life that was affected by your words, by your positivity. So, so focus like that. Panallah, that's so true. Um, so we know that you enjoy poetry. We know that you use poetry as a medium to make a positive difference in the world. Mashallah, may Allah accept it from you. Amin. Um, are there any other things that you enjoy? I'm sure there are, but I just <laughs> want to hear it from you. <laughs> well, right, writing is my hobby. I absolutely love writing. I I also love baking, and yeah, I like playing with kids, little children. <laughs> I feel like um children who are uh, like ten years old or under, when you spend time with them, Subhanallah, you stay grounded, you stay focused, and you don't get lost in in the superficial uh you know things that are going on around you. Because when we hang around with older people, then we get uh more into our image and what do people think of us but children they don't think like that right and when you actually hang out with them and play with them then that's the it keeps you uh, grounded you're right completely and would you say that you know the reason that happens is because um children they don't have they have self-awareness from a certain age but there's this lack of needing to look a certain way in front of the like, ego isn't so strong in children 100% for sure I completely agree with that definitely uh, however I have to say from having two children the narcissism <laughs> the narcissism <laughs> is definitely there <laughs> yeah. but that's our job as parents right I have two daughters myself Alhamdulillah. you answered so... my question subhanallah <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> mashallah may Allah bless them to be of the righteous and it means for um you and your Family to enter Jannah. Amin. Inshallah. Amin. 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 Do they write poetry? Um, they're they're very very young. Well, they're five and seven years old. So, oh. uh, Inshallah, I truly hope that one day they watch me writing. They watch the videos, and they always say that they they want to make poems too. So, Inshallah. Inshallah. And do you find that um, with having children and with the passion that you are following with making a difference in the world a positive difference through your work would you say that um your children ground you or they have an effect on your work 
Definitely, definitely. They keep me motivated to continue writing. And like, because everywhere we look, it's so scary to see where, where the world is going and which world our children are being raised in. So, you know, just uh, just that keeps me going that, you know, the more that one person makes a difference, if we all try to make a difference, we can change the community so that the community our children grow up in is a, is a more beautiful and safer place. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful and refreshing to hear as well. So tell me, uh, what was the last poem that you wrote? Um, the last poem that I wrote, it hasn't been published yet, but it's about our purpose in life and the reason for which the reason of why Allah subhanahu has created us and that we have to keep ourselves grounded on that fact and not forget that we're going to return to him. So that's the most recent poem that was that I wrote that was not published. And how would you say the best way to keep grounded is in, in this world? Um, honestly, there's the five salah. This is the most simple and the easiest. Like we, that's why Allah subhanahu ordained it, right? Because we're humans, we forget. We need the constant reminder. So stay firm on our five salah. And also, even even if if it's just five minutes a day, I know five minutes sounds like nothing, but even if you just have five minutes in a day, grab a book or grab any sort of Islamic literature or even open the Quran with the translation and read one or two verses, read one or two sentences by the scholars of the past, read, keep yourself like educated in Islam as much as possible. I'm not saying go out and become an alim or an alima. Like that's that's not something everyone can do. But even one or two sentences a day will will keep you grounded and keep remind you on what, what the what our real end is. Of course, and verily in the remembrance of Allah do the hearts find peace. Exactly. And would you say that um there's something specific like is there any islamic discipline that you feel drawn to write more, more about than another um like what do you mean by islamic discipline so say for example there's the aqidah then there's the fiqh and then there's um there's many different there's the sirah there's so many different dimensions and parts of islam is there anyone yeah. that you um feel more inspired to write about uh, uh, no, I just feel like in general, whatever is in the Quran and whatever is in the Sirah, that I don't write specifically about any ayat or about any events that happened in the Sirah, but just the underlying themes and lessons, like basically the lessons from Tafsir that you learn, those are just just turning that into writing. SubhanAllah, that's beautiful. Um, and Jazakallah, hey, so much for sharing that. I feel like... Um, you i feel i feel and I, I i'm very wary about saying this so i'm thinking i'm probably shouldn't say it because i don't know how you feel about praise i know praise can be more damaging than um criticism sometimes so oh, definitely i agree with that 100 i mean so i'm not gonna say it but how do you deal with praise <laughs> um you know alhamdulillah when if people people do put praise um your work or your writing then you you just uh, you I just um, say thank you and I give gratitude to Allah because it's Allah who gave us the ability to write. He's the one who gave us enough guidance that we're able to create this, to create our content. So Alhamdulillah that Allah gave me the ability to, to create this or that Alhamdulillah that Allah allowed you to be helped through me like that. That's beautiful. So everything that good happens, you 
you you relate it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Definitely, 100%. Because in reality, that we don't have any capability of our own. If Allah gave us the tawfiq to do it, that's why we were able to do it. We're not really capable of doing anything on our own. That's, subhanAllah, that's beautiful. That's such an important reminder. All good is from Him and all bad is from ourselves. So my next question, inshallah, and we are about to wrap up shortly. But my next question is, um, is there anything brewing in the future? Any plans for um, projects or campaigns that uh, you're going to be sharing with us? Um, um, I, I would hope so. But for now, I'm just I just started that new video series where like at least inshallah twice a month, I hope to post um, videos like that are filmed nicely and then I'm I'm using my voice to narrate the poetry behind it so far I've just got like eight or nine of those set and I want to just go just want to create those videos and uh, I haven't thought more ahead of that in the future though that's beautiful and um, what kind of things are uh, is the series going to be talking about um, just in general, the biggest um, problems that we face right now as a Muslim community. So um, not so much in society, but internally, like not social problems that we face, but like internal problem, problems of the soul. Like, like I said, trying to find our purpose in life, trying to find out how to make uh, good companions and, you know, um, themes such as these. That's beautiful. SubhanAllah. Jazakallah hey, for sharing. Is there any final words any advice that you have for poets and for writers that you would like to share yes yes there's just one thing i would like to say and that's that um we we don't realize how powerful words can be but there have been so many scientific studies i don't know if you've heard about the rice study uh by dr emoto he was a japanese scientist that was done and he went and he said he had three um cups of rice and in each one he had equal amounts of rice and water and in, for a month, he went to the three cups and he did different things with each cup. With one cup, he said positive words such as thank you. With the other cup, he said negative words um, such as um, he was cursing it, saying like, you're an idiot. And the third cup, he left completely alone. And after the 30 days, uh, subhanAllah, and this study has been replicated many times and it's the same result every time. The cup that which he used his words to show gratitude, it was the rice was fermenting and there was no mold. The one that he um, he said the negative two words to had a lot of black mold on it. And the one that he ignored had the most black mold on it. So as a poet, especially if you're putting your words out there, your words are so powerful because a words actually can affect the structure of water. And that's the opinion of a lot of scientists and human beings are 60 percent water. So your words are so powerful. So make sure that whatever you're putting out there, first understand that your words are making a difference, even if it's to one person. And second of all, make sure that the words you're putting out there are beautiful words full of hope, inshallah. So subhanAllah, that is so, so, uh, to our listeners, this is gold. It's better than gold, this advice. Um, and Jazakallah hey, so much for bringing that to light. I, I heard something about that. Um, but you described it perfectly and it, it beautiful, mashallah. Again, the theme of gratitude, the, the exactly. energy that we put out of abundance. 100%. Um, it's beautiful. Jazakallah, hey, sister, so much for your time. And where can we find you? Um, you can find me on my um, Instagram channel, which is Islamic Poems. And that's basically the only, only social media I have right now. So, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> perfect, perfect. And um, we'll tag you, inshallah, in the description for this. And Jazakallah Khair so much for your time. Jazakallah Khair, I really appreciate appreciate you reaching out to me for this. It's, it's been a pleasure. And it's been an absolute pleasure with for me, for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can really help us out by leaving a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us get the word out. If you want updates on what's going on, sign up to our newsletter in the link to wherever you get your podcasts. Stay lit, stay woke, and have a wonderful week.